Today's daf is getting daf ayin test. We are holding on daf ayin chesem base on the first wide line of daf ayin chesem base. So before we get to the mission, ayin chesem rav, the gemara is going to discuss what if the husband puts it together in the wife's hand, but he has the ability still to pull it back. He has a string attached to it, where he's where he's able to pull it back. Then on the mission on daf ayin chesem ralif, the the mission is going to discuss when uh, what happens if a get goes into the airspace of her rishos, but never quite lands in her rishos, and that's really what most of Amid Aleph is going to be about. It's going to be about the concept of kluto kamishon chadamia, is the fact that the get is in the airspace, is that, do we view that as if it's already resting in the chatzar itself, or in the gag itself, wherever she may be standing, and we're going to compare the concept of kluto kamishon chadamia as it relates to gitten, to the concept of kluto kamishon chadamia as it relates to Hilchos Shabbos. The Gemara is going to then tell us that there are three uh, inyanim of get, three three dinim of get that are unique to get to, to get and don't apply in other areas of halacha such as Shabbos. One of them is kluta Another one is if you have a, a get that lands on top of one hundred amma tall pole, um, where by Shabbos maybe that would be considered its own rishos, but by get it's not. And we're going to also apply the concept of diurin chalukim lamala that if you have attached houses. Do we consider the roofs of two separate houses where you can't see any difference between one roof and the next because it's all just one flat area? Do we consider that to be two separate rishios with regard to Shabbos and with regard to uh, to, to Gitten? Then the Gemara right before the Mishnah on Beis is going to talk about if you have two two chatzeros, one inside of the other, and the outer walls protect the inner area as well. So do we assume that, when do we assume the get would be chal if it's thrown from one from the outer chatzer to the inner chatzer? And then the Mishnah, the first Mishnah on Amad Beis is going to talk about a get yashan, machlokas beisham beisilel, what happens if after the writing of the get, the man is nesiachid with his wife, he has yichud with his wife, is that get still viable for use for them to get divorced? And then the mission we're probably not going to get to today at the very end of the daf is going to give a, a whole bunch of uh, categories of cases with lots of details where we say, where the woman is really in trouble because uh, she has difficulty uh, justifying her first marriage and her second marriage, and she's going to end up without a husband, and uh, we're going to and, and we're going to throw all the chumras at her. So that's going to, that's the mission at the very end of the daf. But let's begin on the first wide line on. Daf ayin chesam and beis amar of chista amar of chista get biado umeshicha biado if she has the get but the husband has a string through which he can pull the get back im yachal inatko lavio etzlo einam agreshes if he has the ability to yank on the string he literally gave a get with strings attached and he has the ability to pull it back then she is not agreshes vim lav but if he doesn't have the ability to pull the get back, then the get is going to be hal, even though he happens to be holding on to a string, but it's a useless string if he can't do anything with it, if he can't pull it back. Says, so, so my timer, what's the reason? Being increases Faleka, because he needs an absolute severance of any ties between himself and her, and he hasn't really done that if he still has access to the get, he still has control over the get, he hasn't really accomplished Krisus. Important Tosus over here, Dibra Maschal Im, Im Yachal Natko Laviyu, says Tosus Nira Delo Meiri, Kishaisa Yada Psucha Lach Shnosa Gep Yada Kafza Yada. We're not talking about that he put it into her open hand, and then after <coughs> he put the get in her hand, she closed up her hand. Because if that were the case, then even if he's not able to pull it back, she would not be divorced. 
given the Bishas Nesina, so because at the very moment of Nesina, her hand was open, he, at that point, he still could have pulled it back. I, but she closed her hand afterward. Uh, the fact that she closed her hands afterwards, that's not a Nesina Sabal, that's what she did. And that would be similar to a case of Tligi Techmel Gabi Karka, meaning he put it on this open area where he can always pull it back, and then when she closes her hand, she's taking it, so to speak, from that open area. That's like Tligi Techmel Gabi Karka. So, what is the case? Her hand was already closed. And he stuffed the get into her hand. And if he stuffs it in so well that even by yanking on the string, he's not going to be able to, to, get, to, to pull the get back, then she's going to be Mugureshes, then it's going to be a valid get. That is how the re explains. But for Ben Tam Farish to be able to Bchusairi, we're talking Psuchairi, we're talking about where she has an open hand. Shapir, we could very well be talking about such a case. When we say that he's not able to get it back, why wouldn't he be able to get it back if her hand is open? It's not because she closes her hand afterwards. No, even if her hand remains open, he may not be able to get it back, even though there's a string attached to the get. It could be that the get is very heavy. Who said the get was written on a thin piece of paper? Maybe the get was written on a very thick piece of parchment. Maybe it was written on a tablet of gold. I don't know. It could have been something that's very, very thick. And therefore, if he were to try to pull it back with the thin, flimsy string that he's got attached to the get, the string will just uh, will just snap. So he has no control over it, even though her hand is actually open. And then says the woman's hand has to remain open until the entire get is placed in her hand. We try to be mocked about this when a woman receives a get. She opens up her hand, they fold it in such a way that the entirety of the get fits all within the airspace of her hand. Because if she were to close her hand while the husband is still holding on to the other side of the get, with his, in his own hand, then it wouldn't be a good get because he still has the ability to pull it back. And that's not okay that he has the ability to pull it back. So we want her to receive the entire get at a point where he's not <coughs> holding on to the get anymore. So that is the, the khumra that's suggested by Tosos, that she has to make sure that her hand is open and the entire get fits inside of her open hand. And then Tosos says, nah, it could be that it's kosher even, even without that. So says Umar, further now, third wide line, Anayin Chesam and Beis. Amr of <coughs> if her hand was on a slant and he threw the get on her on her hand, Rashi's the tips of her fingers are facing toward the ground. She didn't stick out her hand straight up like those who generally stick out a hand to receive something. So it's facing her fingers are facing the ground, and he threw her the get. Then even when the get gets to her hand, she's not Mugureshas, uh, because it's going to fall right out of the hand, so it's going to slip right down, and therefore she's not Mugureshas. 
Ask the Gemara, yeah, and if it slips right down, where do you think it's going to land? It's going to land within her Dalit Amos. So why is that a problem? Even when it lands on the ground, it's going to be within her four Amos, and she's able to be Kona within her four Amos. Answers the Gemara, we must be talking about a case where it doesn't rest on the ground. Something happens to it. Before it lands on the ground, it uh, gets destroyed in one way or the other. If you look at Tosos, the Gemara could have very simply answered that it could be we're talking in a place where she doesn't have Dalalamos. Maybe we're talking about if she's standing in his Chatzar, and in his Chatzar, she's not entitled to Dalit Amos. Uh, she just, uh, it has to go literally into Yada in order for anything to happen. But the Gemara doesn't answer that. The Gemara gave another answer that, uh, that also works. Now, the Gemara had, had raised this question that uh, what, what's, why, why isn't she coming with Dalit Amos? So the, the answer the Gemara did give was that the get, get didn't end up landing on the ground. It, uh, it burnt or got destroyed before it landed on the ground. So in the Chalkas Yaakov, in our Chaim Samadalit, Sivkaranalit, he points out that Lechora, the Gemara, should have said um, another Teretz, meaning Tulsus points out the Gemara could have said a Teretz that she doesn't have Dalit Amos. But even if you talk about a place where she does have Dalit Amos, it could have said another Teretz. It could have said that the Get falls into a bar that's, uh, that's, that's, that's deeper, that's more than four Amos deep, and the fact that uh, we have to, that Rabbi Yehuda has to say this Dachuk case that it gets burnt before it lands on the ground, that's a lot more Dachuk than what the Gemara could have said, that it lands in a bar, which is not the same Rishos, which is a different Rishos. So he says, why didn't the Gemara say that? That it lands in a bar that's right next to it, four Amos deep. So you see from there that depth and height that's within her four Amos is still considered within her four Amos. Meaning even though it may be that, uh, that the, the, she's very high up and the four Amos around her are very low down, you see from there it's still considered to be within, uh, within four Amos. And so the same would be true by a Metzia. If you find a Metzia, the Gova Oba Omek, more than four Amos, if it's Tokh Arba Amos Baroch Akarka, that's considered the Dalar Amos of Shaladam, and the person is able to be Kona with those uh, Dalar Amos. So he wants to suggest maybe the same Allah should apply, the same idea should apply in Hilchos, Netilas Yadayim. The Magna Avram, in Archaim, Simindalit, Sifkarnal, of course, from the Bach, in the name of the Talas Yaakov, in the name of the Zohar, that anyone who goes four Amos, blown Netilas Yadayim Shachris, Chayev Misa, that a person is not supposed to walk four Amos without Netil Sidaim Shachris. That's great for the kid who sleeps on the bottom bunk. What about the kid who sleeps on the top of the bunk bed? By the time he gets down, isn't he in a different Rishos because he's all the way high up? He's more than four Amos off the ground. I guess it depends how you measure four Amos. I don't know if it's normally eight feet off the ground. That's a little high. But, uh, but he, he might be four Amos off the ground. So he says, no, not a problem if he sleeps in the top bunk either. Because you see, as long as it's within the Shatach HaKarka of Dalit Amos, it doesn't matter the height and the depth would be irrelevant, it would still be considered a single makom. Okay, so that's the, uh, th- that's even without relying on the head to the Mishabura quotes of any, of Kolbeso being, having a din of, uh, of Zalad Amos. Okay, so Frank the Gemara, Vitigarish me avira da arba Amos, why can't she uh, be Megoresh just from the fact that the get is within the airspace? Of the Dalit Amos. Meaning, why does it have to actually land on the, uh, on the ground of the Dalit Amos? And we said, oh, it never lands on the ground, and therefore it's going to be a problem. Just the fact that the get was in the airspace of the Dalit Amos, she should be caught in the get. Tifshot to buy Reb Lazar. Arba Mushomri Yeshla Navir, Oen Navjir. 
Avir Tifshot De'ilan Avir Maybe this answers Rabbi Lazar's question He always wondered when we say that Arba Amos of a person could be cornered for them Does that mean only on the ground Within Arba Amos or even in the Airspace of Arba Amos So it must be from here from the fact that we have a problem With uh, giving a get when our hand Is slanted down It must be that the Avir Arba Amos Does not work to be cornered for a person Because if it did then we wouldn't have a problem If our hand is slanted down The get is always Within the airspace of the Dalit Amos. So it says, well, not necessarily. Maybe she's standing right over a river where if she doesn't catch this get, it's definitely going li'i, but it's going to go be destroyed. So maybe in that case, we're not going to say that the Avra Arba Amos is going to work to be cornered for her. But maybe typically we would have said that the Avra Arba Amos will be, uh, will, will be cornered for her. Good. New mission now. Top of Ayin Ralph. If a woman was standing on top of a roof, and the man threw the get from down below to the rooftop, she doesn't have to catch the get. As soon as the get gets into the airspace of the roof, the divorce is chal. If the husband is on top of the roof and she is down on the ground, and he throws to the get, and if after it leaves the airspace of the roof, Nimchak, it gets erased, or Nisraf, or it gets burnt, it's fine, they're divorced anyway, because as soon as it leaves the airspace of the roof, they are divorced. Lechara could have said Nimchak or Nisraf in the Reisha also, meaning that's enough Kamina. The fact is that as soon as in the Reisha, as soon as it got into the airspace of the roof, they're divorced, regardless of what happened to it afterwards. Now, if you look at Tulsa on the top, the Rav Oshia Damalel Afilu Hibitvari Vechatzer Bitzipure Hayo Medes Haynu Haynu Kimisho Medes Kolomar Kimisho Mishtameres Kedem Shani Lel Amadus Betoch Beis Betoch Chaserah. We had a machlokas before when a woman's chaser is kona for her. Does she need to be Omedes Bitzad Chaserah, or can she even be Hibitvari of Chaserah Bitzipure? Can she even be miles and miles away from her chaser? As long as her chatzar is guarded, her chatzar could still be kona for her. So if you're going to assume that the chatzar could be kona, whether she is present or not, then the way to read this mission is lav dafka, that she's standing on the roof. The point is that it's ki'ilu she's standing on the roof because the roof is guarded. That's really the point, that it's a guarded roof. But it's lav dafka, she doesn't have to be standing on the roof. Inami Tulsa suggests, Maybe we dafka want to emphasize that she's standing on the roof, not because she actually has to be standing on the roof, but because we want to uh, demonstrate that we're talking about a roof that belongs to her. It's most likely if she's standing on it that we're talking about a roof that belongs to her, because the Gemara is going to discuss whose Rishos is whose in our Mishnah, where we assume that as soon as it gets into the airspace of the roof, if that's where she's standing, she's divorced. And if uh, he's standing on the roof, as soon as it leaves the airspace of the roof, they're divorced. Well, whose, whose roof is it? So the Mishnah wants to emphasize that the roof is hers. That's the case. The case is that the roof belongs to her. But wait a second, the get is not protected. When it gets into the airspace of the roof, it could still just blow right away. It could, uh, could and, and, and it's totally unprotected. So how can she be Kona if it's totally unprotected? Who says it's unprotected? The Gag has a Maka around it, has a fence around it. So when the get gets into the airspace of the roof, it is protected. The Kalpaks Mishosh 
it's not protected, but the get in the airspace of the roof is within three tfachim of the of the roof itself. And any time it's within three tfachim of the ground, anything that's within three tfachim of the ground, we apply the principle of lavud. It's as if it's already resting on the ground. So yeah, it may not be protected; it may disappear, but it's already done. Once the get is within three tfachim of the ground, it's kiilu; it already has been delivered, and therefore they are already divorced. So we're not so concerned about the fact that it might blow away. Now this is an interesting idea that we're going to apply the din of lavud to a get. Lavud is a din that we apply by hilchos mechitzos and uh, that we assume that if there's a mechitza, where there's a gap of less than three tefachim, we view the gap as if it's closed up. We apply this in Ilchos Sukkah and Ilchos Erevin. So apparently we apply it even when, you're not talking about a mechitza, you're talking about something that's hovering above the ground, but it's within three tefachim of the ground, it's as if it is on the ground itself. So in the Tshuvas Halachos Ketanos, Chilak Beisim Membeis, it's Korba Edbir Halach and Ilchos Tzvilin, he discusses, what if you have a person who put on tefillin shalyad, and when he was about to put on the tefillin shalrosh, his, his uh, hand holding the tefillin shalrosh was mamish right above his head, and then he got distracted and he started talking. So is that considered a hefzik between tefillin shalyad and tefillin shalrosh, or do we say, that no, that once his, uh, the tefillin shalrosh was so close to his head, you'll say, love it, you'll say, it's as if it's it's as if it's, uh, it's already resting on his, on, on his head. Just like over here, when it's in the Avira Gag, she's Mugresha. So maybe in the Avira Rosh, it should be uh, it should be that the, the tefillin are already already on his head. So the Tshuva Salachas Katanos, he says that no, we don't say such a far by tefillin because uh, he's still holding the tefillin in his hand. So it's uh, unlike by get where the husband threw it, so it's already done, it's already out of the husband's hand. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. Then we say But over here, he's still holding his hand and he still exerts complete control over what happens to the tefillin next. So if he's still holding it in his hand, you're not going to say kluta kamishon chodami. So the biralach and simon chafei. The Ibrahim Askelim Vim Hivsik quotes this Alachas Katanos and he uh, points out that the Artsos Achaim, the Malbim in his Sefer, writes that so long as you haven't really attached the tefillin and tightened the tefillin on your head, you have no mitzvah anyway. I mean, forget about Kutuk Mishon Chazam. Huncha is not enough by tefillin. The mitzvah is to Ukshartem. You have to tie the tefillin. So part of tying the tefillin means not just to make the knots on the tefillin shaliyad and shalosh respectively, but it means to actually fasten it to the body. So the fact that it could, it's kemish uncha would be irrelevant anyway, because it's not really fastened to the body, it's not tied on to the, the body. The Tshuva's Beis Sharem gives a bunch of reasons why we don't say that the tefillin are kemish uncha when they're in the airspace, but he says uh, the, the real svar that we don't say kluta kemish uncha when it comes to tefillin is because where do we apply kluta kemish uncha? It's something that's in the airspace as if it's resting on the ground. We say that by like a Rishus HaYachid or Rishus HaRabin, meaning when you have a uh, everyone has a Kenyan in his own karka to use not only that karka but to use the airspace air rights are something that's, that are very very valuable people pay a lot of money for air rights when you own a piece of land you are considered to own those air rights you can go as high as you want so the avir that's connected your chatzer or your bias all the way until the Rukia is Shaykh to the Rushasayakid. So that's why we say Kluta Kemishun Khadami. And the same is true when it comes to Rushasarabim, that everyone uses not just the ground of the Rushasarabim, but the public uses the airspace of the Rushasarabim. So the Avi 
here is shaykh to the Rosh Hashanah. So that's why we'll say, klut But by tefillin, you're not going to say that once it gets into the avir above his head, that that's kamishon chal rosh. The avir above his head has nothing to do with his head. I mean, your person does not occupy or own the avir above his head. His, he, 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 he occupies the space that he actually occupies, that he takes up, but the avir above his head has nothing to do with his head. So you're not going to say, klut kamishon chadamia by tefillin. So it's an interesting discussion. I never even would have thought to make such a tushta, a tushta to begin with. So the post comes saying, that's why you wouldn't have thought about it. They give all these reasons why it doesn't really apply, why, why, why you can't really make such a connection between the, uh, the two halachas. And we don't say the din of love, but Rav Dov Pravarsky in his Sefer on Ksubis points out, why, why don't we, he's talking about why don't we talk about love that within Gimel Tfachim? So he says, based on the, tar, the Yartz of Chaim that we mentioned before, that the mitzvah of Tefillin is not just that it should be there on the head, it's that it should be tied onto the head, it should be fastened onto the head, and therefore you can't uh, apply the din of love either. So frankly, Gemara, who milamala? The Mishnah said that if the husband is on the rooftop and she is down below, as soon as it leaves the airspace of the roof, they're divorced. Frankly, Gemara, Valo, Mintar, but the get is not protected when it leaves the airspace of the roof. Maybe the mechitzos surrounding the chatzar that are next to the roof are taller than the mechitzos of the roof itself, and therefore it is protected. When it leaves the roof, it's protected by the mechitzos of the Chatzar itself. Frakt Tosos, Im Tomar, Umam Moil Da Utfos. Why does it help that the Machitos of the Chatzar are taller? When you throw it over the Maka, it's not it's not protected. Kinegaragag. It's not protected right in that spot. First answer to us says is that since three of the mechitzos are taller than the mechitza of the uh, of the roof, even though on that fourth side, the side that's adjacent to the roof, it's not taller, it's still considered that it's mishtamer, that the get is mishtamer. So it could be that on that side that's adjacent to the roof, the mechitzas are in fact not taller. Inami, tells us just a second answer. Kshagag Kotzer, the Kotzer Rachav Harbe. Let's say the, the roof is more of a narrow area and the Kotzer is very wide. Vaudvos and Machitos Gam Revius, Mitsadza, Mitsadza, Oknegramaka, Enokim Pasach Bialma. And maybe the Machitos of the Kotzer that are, that, that, that are on that, the side where the roof is, but are so much wider than the roof and therefore are on the right and the left of the roof, are way taller than the Machitos of the roof, but right where, it's, where, where the, uh, the chatzar uh, joins up against the roof, that's where the mechitzos are very low, and that's considered like there's a Pesach. Inami, a third possible answer, who said the mechitza and the, and the chatz, that the chatzar and the gag are adjacent to each other, maybe the gag is right in the middle of the chatzar, and therefore, as soon as it goes outside of the roof, it's, it, it's, it's already enclosed in the mechitzos of the chatzar, because the mechitzos of the chatzar are completely surround the roof entirely. Those are the three terutzim of Tosos. Says the Gemara, That same Mukimta is made in our Mishnah, is made by Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Oshia. V'cheinam rulam Rabbi Yochran, Gonshay Mechitza Tachtonus, Otfos Al-Yonos. Amulay Rabbi Abel Ula, 
Kiman, who is our Mishnah going like her Rebbe? We're assuming like Rebbe, Damar Kluta Kamisha Rebbe who holds that when something is up in the airspace, it's as if it's already resting on the ground. So since it goes into the airspace of the roof, it's already as if it's resting on the ground, and therefore they're going to be uh, divorced at that moment. Frecht tells, uh, actually, let's, uh, so says Gemara further, Amalea, Filutem Rabbanan. No, it doesn't have to be going dafka like Rebbe. You could even say it's going like the Rabbanan. The Rabbanon only disagree with the notion of when it comes to Shabbos. But when it comes to get all we care about, we're not interested in Hanacha, that it has to be placed down. Because the Rabbanon would say that if it's floating in the airspace, it's not yet placed down in, the, uh, in that Rishos, and therefore for Shabbos it would not be called the Hanacha. But when it comes to a get, there is no requirement of hanacha. When it comes to a get, all we need is mintar, that the get is protected. Well, it is protected. And therefore, maybe we would say klutuk mishoncha when it comes to a get, even though we don't say it when it comes to Shabbos. Makes the same ukimta. That this is assuming like Rabbi that when something is in the airspace, it's as if it's already rested on the ground. Same same conversation that it's only by Shabbos where we require klutuk mishon chadamia. By get you don't even need to come out to the principle klutuk mishon chadamia because as long as it's protected. That's good enough. Tulsa says it's strange that we want to associate the din of Klutuk Mishon Chadami over here with Rebbe as opposed to with Rabbi Akiva. He says because Rebbe only really said Klutuk Mishon Chadami when it's in a Rashus that not only has Mechitos but also has a roof. And over here, we're not talking about a place that's roofed in as well. We're just talking about an open area that has mechitos, but it's open on the top. Rabbi Akiva is the one that holds Kult Kamisha even when there's no roof. So he says it's odd that we want to associate with Rabbi as opposed to associating with Rabbi Akiva. The case in uh, Mesech Shabbos is where uh, you throw something from Rosh Hashram to Rosh Hashram, but it goes through Rosh Hashanah, so you zip it right through Rosh Hashanah. So are you, are you in violation of Hotzah? Is that called that you threw it from Rosh Hashanah to the Rosh Hashanah and then from the Rosh Hashanah to the Rosh Hashanah? Because when it was in the Rosh Hashanah, it's Ki'ilu, it landed in the Rosh Hashanah. Do we say no? It never landed. It went right through the Rosh Hashanah. That's really the uh, the Machlokas over there. So Tosus points out that the Havamin in our Gemara must have been that Rebbe doesn't really care about the roof. It's because of the Machita that he holds Kamishon Chadamia. But then in the Maskana of our Gemara, where our Mishnah can fit with the Rabbanan anyway, so then it's fine. Then Rabbi might be saying that Klutuk Mishon Chadamia only applies when there's a roof in Hilcha Shabbos. But by Get, anyway, it doesn't make a difference. By Get, of course, it's going to be Kamishon Chadamia because by Get, all we're interested in is that it's protected and we don't really care if it's as if it's Mamish Munach on the Karka. Nimchak. Then the Mishnah said, so what if the Get becomes erased? before it lands. So as long as it's in the airspace of where the woman is, that's fine. The get is chal. That's only if it became erased when it was already on its way down. But if it became erased when it was still on its way up, uh, it would not work. Because it was never really uh, destined to go down in the first place. So Tosa says, wait a second. Rav says in the first paragraph about Matziah, Zarek Arnik the Yatsub Pesach Acheres Mahu 
If you throw an arniki through one doorway of the house and it goes out the other door, so what's the din? Do we say that since it's not ultimately destined to land, it's not as if it landed? Or do we assume that it is as if it uh, landed? So why is that a baya over there? It's something that Rava raises as a question over there and he doesn't resolve it. And over here we're saying that if it's that, that clearly if it's not Derech Yerida, then it's not, it's not as if it landed because it wasn't on its way down. So Tulsa's answer is over here, you're throwing it on an arc. You're not zipping it through. So it's either on its way up or it's on its way down. So when it's on its way up, then it's certainly not as if it's uh, as if it's gonna gonna land. But when it's on its way down, then it's already kimishuhunach. Or maybe over there, it's a bias makura. And since it's a bias makura, there's more of a reason to assume that it might be omid lanuach. That it might be that it's considered on its, uh, um, destined to, 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 to land, even though it wasn't really on its way down ever. The, the roof solves that problem. The ceiling solves that problem. Nisraf, the Mishnah had said that if it gets burnt as, after... It land, it, after it was already in the avir of her heirs, of her uh, of her rishus, even though it never landed, that's also okay. That's only if the get was there before the fire was there. But if the fire was there before the get was there, then we don't uh, we don't assume that they're divorced. My time, because the get never stood a chance. It was uh, initially destined to be burnt. We divide up different areas when it comes to a get, meaning, as Rashi points out, and we had this concept earlier, that if a man, let's say, loans his wife an an area in his chatzar to receive a get, and there's a giant platform next to her, that platform is considered to be a separate rishos, and if the get lands on that platform, it's not in her rishos. So, rishuyos chalukos begitten. How did he know this? Where do we get this idea that uh, Rosh Hashanah is Chalukah's again? Where did Rav Chista know this from? Amlim Asnisani. I saw Medes al Rosh Hagag. It says in our Mishnah, she was standing on the roof, the Zarkula, and uh, he threw the get up to the roof. Our mission said as soon as the get goes into the airspace of the gag, they're divorced. Well, but my eskinon, whose gag is it and whose chatzar is it? Who, who owns what areas over here? If she owns both the gag and the chatzar, why does it need to even go into the airspace of the gag? As soon as it leaves his hand, it's already in her in her rishos. What, so you want to say he owns everything? He owns the gag and he owns the chatzar? Well, ki then why does it matter that it got into the airspace of the Gog? It shouldn't make a difference. It shouldn't need to get into the airspace. Uh, even if it did get into the airspace of the Gog, she shouldn't be divorced because it's his. It's not her airspace. So the case must be that it's her roof and his chatzar. Well, wait a second. That makes a lot of sense in the Reisha when he, she's the one standing on the roof and he throws it to the roof. So when it gets into the airspace of her roof that she's standing on, she's going to be divorced. That makes sense. 
But in the Sefer, how does the Sefer make sense if the case is that it's her roof and his chatzar in the Sefer? Who milamala? The husband was the guy on the roof, vihimi lamata, and she was in the chatzar, vizorkula, and he threw it off of the roof. And we said, as long as it gets off of the airspace of the roof and into the airspace of the chatzar, she's divorced. But if it's his chatzar, why is she divorced when it lands in the air, when it gets into the airspace of the chatzar? That's his airspace. So maybe we're talking about that it's his roof and, and her chatzar. Well, then, Reisha begag dida v'chatzar didei. Seifa begag didei v'chatzar dida. Why would the Reisha and the Seifa be talking about two different cases? That in the Reisha where she's on the roof, it's her roof and his chatzar. In the Seifa where he's on the roof, it's his roof and her chatzar. Why would we switch the cases in the middle? Elolav de ushlamakam. It must be everything belongs to him. But he's lending, he's giving her, he's loaning her a makom to receive the get. So we assume the chad makom mushlinshi, He's willing to lend her one makom, but not two. So he says, uh, wherever you are, the makom that you are standing in, that is your makom vis-a-vis this, this nesinas haget. But if it does not yet get into the airspace of that makom, the second makom is not her makom. No, maybe the Rish is talking about it's her roof. The Seif is talking about that it's his roof. It could be that we switch up the cases right in the middle of the Mishnah. Period. There are three halachas that apply by get that don't seem to apply elsewhere. Number one, that which we have in Machlokas, whether that Machlokas is a Shabbos Machlokas. When something is in the airspace, is it considered as if it's Munach on the Karka below? But over here, has nothing to do with that because it's all about protection. Is the get protected or not? And therefore, everyone would agree as long as it's protected protected, even though it's still in the air, the get is chal. Second halacha that re- relates to, that, that's unique by get. If a person sticks a pole in a roshosah and on top of that pole there's a basket, and he throws the get and it lands on that basket. Chayiv, even if it's a hundred amos tall, you're going to be chayiv in terms of Shabbos. Because the Rosh goes all the way up Ad So even though it's a hundred amos off of the ground, it's still going to be considered Rosh So if you threw from Rosh Hashanah into that basket, you're chayiv. Yeah, that's when it comes to Shabbos. But if there's just a platform on the top of a hundred ama tall pole, that's not that's hardly protected, and therefore it's not going to be considered a valid get. So it's the same yisod that makes the chiluk, but a different case where that yisod is applied. And then the third chiluk in Hilchos Gittin, that on Shabbos a person is not allowed to stand on his roof top and draw water from his neighbor's roof, even though it looks like one flat floor that goes from uh, your rooftop to their rooftop because it's all attached houses, so the roof there's no um, there's no there's no uh, there's nothing that defines the border between the two roofs. You're not allowed to do that because kashem just like down below in the homes, there is a clear demarcation that this is Ruven's home and this is Shimon's home. Therefore, even on the rooftops, it's considered two separate Rishuyos. You're not allowed to take it from Ruven's Rishos to Shimon's Rishos. But Hanimili Linian Shabbos, that's only when it comes to 
Hilchos Shabbos. Avlinim get when it comes to a get, if uh, you're, the husband and wife are standing on a rooftop, Mishum Inchi. That's about uh, what people are makbid on, and people aren't so makbid on using the uh, neighboring roofs, rooftops, and therefore by a get we do not assume that they're considered two separate makomos. We consider that it's one big makom. So uh, with regard to a get. What if you have two chatzeros? One is located inside of the other one. The inner chatzer belongs to her. The outer one belongs to him. But the, the, the fence surrounding the outer, the outer chatzer are uh, taller than the fence surrounding the inner chatzer. And he throws at the get. Once it gets into the airspace of the mechitzos achitzonos, um, the uh, the outer chatzers uh, mechitzos, she's going to be considered divorced. My time, or why? Because the inner chatzer is protected by the mechitzos achitzonos, and and therefore when it gets into the avir of the mechitzos achitzonos, it's already being protected in her chatzer, so it's already mintra. In her chater, mashen kein bekupos, but that would be different if we're dealing with kelim, if we're dealing with boxes. Shtei kupos zubatoch zu. If you have two boxes, one inside of the other, pnim shalav vechitzon shalom. The inner one is hers, the outer one is his. Vizarkula, and he throws. And he throws her the get. Even if it gets into the airspace of the inner box, they're not divorced. My time, why not? Because it has not yet rested on the ground of the inner box, and therefore they're not divorced. So uh, Rashi points out, a kli is not meant for the airspace that it's uh, that it's protecting. A kli, and something is only nikkun in a kli when it actually lands in the kli. So only upon landing is it actually considered nikkun in the kli. That's how Rashi understands. Tosus points out that the Gemara of Aldazar with regard to Yai Nesach says that Michimatola uh, Avira Demanakanya that as soon as it gets into the airspace of the kli it already is kona. So it seems it's just not Yai Nesach till it lands in the kli itself, but it is kona when it gets into the airspace. So Tosus points out it seems a steerer between uh, the way Rashi explains our Gemara and what the Gemara says when it comes to Yayin Nesach. Okay, but anyway, and even if it does land in the Kli, why would that matter? Is she still, she, even if it lands in her Kli, which is located inside of his Kli, she should still not be divorced because that's Kelev Shalukech Brishos Mocher, and that's an Ibai Delivshitov Kelev Shalukech Brishos Mocher. We don't know that that works of Ketav Kelev Shalukech Brishos Mocher. Now we're talking about a, a hollow box, so there is no ground, there is no, no bottom to the box, and therefore it's not really, her, her kli is not inside the rishos of the, uh, the mocher, because uh, there is no bottom to the, to the mochers, to the, to the baal's box, so it's uh, considered purely inside of her kli. No Mishnah. A guy is allowed to use an old get to uh, to divorce his wife. Basil says no, he's not allowed to. What's the definition of an old get? If after he wrote the get he had yichud with his wife, that's the machlokus. Basham Basilal is he allowed to use such a get? What is the nukudas amachlokus over here? What are they arguing about? So Basham is not concerned that people will say that what's going to happen? He's going to write a get in uh, he wrote a get in 2010 and then he uh, was miyachid with his wife 
for years and years after that, and he didn't give the get till 2016. So what's going to happen if they had a child in between, and then he ultimately uses that get, people are going to say that the get was there before the child, the child is there for Pagum. Or worse yet, if the guy is a Kohen, they're going to say the child is a Chalal, because he's the son of a, of a Grusha. So they're going, to, they're going to make him a Chalal. So Beishamah is, uh, is, is not concerned that people are going to say that. Beishamah is highly concerned for that. He's very much concerned that people are going to say such a thing. But if she got remarried with such a guy, we don't make her get divorced from her new husband. The second version of Abraham Shmuel is even a greater Chiddush. If he used such a get, even though he wasn't supposed to use it, she could even get married with such a get. Rashi says, if they used it, and then then the husband skipped town. It could be in the Beis Shmuel, in Ebenezer, from the Rambam, that even if he didn't skip down, just the fact that they used it, she can get remarried, even if the husband is still available, and we theoretically could have could have given it. Just Ha'ara, Tosus points out, this is a machlokas, because at the very end of the Masechta, there's going to be a machlokas, what your wife has to do bad in order to warrant a divorce. Where Beishamah says, only in Matzabadvar Erva, only if you found that she cheated on you. So we assume Beishamah is going to say, he's not even if he's miyachid with her, he's not going to sleep with her again. He's disgusted by her if she did such a terrible thing. So we're not concerned about that. But Beis Hillel says that he, even if she burnt your dinner one night, so that it could very well be that if he's miyachid with her, that we're concerned that they're going to have via, they're going to have a child, and then you have to worry about the issue of Gita Kodom Lebanon. Okay, Beis Hashem will pick up at the Mishnah Adam tomorrow.